the government versus big tech. We get this topic based off of a trending hashtag saying that Milo Yiannopoulos is now broke. Some people love Milo. Some people hate him. He's been deplatformed. So we break down all the details and why this matters. And then we talk about something very philosophical, very interesting. Business versus family and being right in the middle of it. Let's break it down. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes. You are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging with Apes. You can go on over to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Big Tech versus the government. The government versus Big Tech. Milo Yiannopoulos is now broke. Or... Business versus family. What do you want to cover first? What do you want to tackle first? The Good people, Lord. the people need this. They need us to to delve into this stuff. We have to do it. What do you think we should do first? Yeah, I think I think the Milo thing because th- that'll kind of give us a little bit more grounds on the government versus versus what a lot of people call monopolies. Let's say Facebook, Amazon, Google. Um, they don't go hand in hand in the sense that I, I I can see certain certain avenues that that big tech should have in the business world that that like you can't you you can't suppress the power of of free enterprise but to a certain extent there have been a lot of powers that have been suppressed or a lot of people a lot of like like Milo Yiannopoulos like well now Farrakhan now um what's uh, Alex Jones mm-hmm. um is it right is it wrong I mean because there's a lot of questions that don't really it's they're in the gray yeah you should let people speak but then at the same time and by by speak I mean like just free speech in general people should have that right but then at the same time it's well shit this is this is a private business they get to decide what's right what's wrong yeah so that's where things kind of get complicated but it does become an issue of how private is it really for instance can the light company choose not to provide you with energy and light just because you say something that they don't like granted if you don't pay your bill well yeah they have the right to cut off your service can your internet company say, oh, well, we don't like that you watch Tim Pool videos? No, they can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at what point does a business have to serve customers on the basis of being customers and nothing more than that? Well, and that's that's where... It, it, it's it's kind of hard because now it's like you're gonna have to kind of have some blanket laws. I feel that that protect this, based on the fact that again it's an amendment, right? Like 
and, and, and let's not kid ourselves here. Twitter is, is a huge tool for, for Donald Trump. Ha- was and is. You know? What does that tell you? That tells you that shit. This is the way of the future. Some Howard Hughes ass shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the way of the future. Um, this is how people communicate. So you're kind of... It, it's something major. It's like, well, shit. You're, to an extent, you're curbing what people think. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 you're you're blocking different factions or groups that should be visible. I think you said it uh in an episode. I think it was a Alex Jones and Farrakhan episode where like motherfuckers might say some crazy shit. You know, people people are going to say crazy stuff, but isn't it better for it to be visible? Isn't it better to for the movements that are out there to be visible instead of you trying to quiet it, suppress it, and now it's kind of like a secret mm-hmm. to, to, to the masses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, th- I, th- I think it's good. I think it's good it's out there. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, I think it's just, it's it's better. I find it funny that Donald Trump, because he's the president of the United States, because he was a candidate at a certain point, doesn't get X'd, right? Do- doesn't get uh, deplatformed. Because, oh, well, that's the president. And he brings, I, I would think that for Twitter, he brings a lot of revenue, a lot of discussion, a lot of, but, oh, we'll, we'll just make sure that because we don't like him, we'll suppress people that think that he's good. Yeah. You know, just like the Washington, uh, was it the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal had that article that that one uh, writer who, who who said that he wanted to, there was a, a Trump um uh, fundraiser, and he wanted all the people that were going to be there. Like, if if someone could pre- please provide him the list, no. and it was like he, he was scrutinized for it because it was like you're trying to g- cr- basically create a hit list. No, let's find I, out I'm who who that. fucks with Trump, and let's 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 pretty much cry about it and scrutinize them. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Let's not forget. And this this is the stuff that people don't talk about. Um, when when Trump was going against uh, Hillary, Google made changes to their search engine where if you put Hillary, it was all Hillary. When you put Trump, they would try and avoid and kind of segue the the thing to, to Hillary. You know, mm-hmm. like you have to realize that these companies have so much power that that this stuff does have to be monitored. I guess to me is. Should there be a, 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 and this is a question for you, do you think there should be a set of regulations that are put on these companies? Or how would you go about it where it kind of leaves it where it's kind of an even playing field for everybody? And that's, that's again, that's kind of a tough question, but that's it is, it really is like the question because, that's going to be. Because, for instance, as an American... I value the right of a baker to not bake a cake for a gay wedding if he doesn't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the government should have the right to come in and be like, hey, you have to bake this cake for these people. I think that's wrong. It's like, I totally don't believe in it. Like, I think like doing something that would lack freedom at the same time, as I've used that example many times before in the past, 
I don't think it's in the Baker's best interest to not do it, though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's not in his best interest to not bake that cake in in the terms of, of business and capitalism and entrepreneurship. But when it comes to tech, social media, these things are a little bit different. And I would never want the government to impede on on their progress or their upward mobility but at the same time it's like these things are so big and so these companies are so big and so powerful that it does seem to me that like a watchdog is needed just because it isn't fair like for instance how could Alex Jones get banned, Milo get banned and deplatformed, <coughs> but some of the vile ass people that follow Hillary, that follow like some of these left wing people, they're not. You know what I'm saying? It's not as. You're grounds for a lawsuit almost. Grounds for a lawsuit because like, you're talking about like uh, you know these these unfair practices and whatnot, and then also the fact that Trump himself has said some things that are a lot more wild than what Milo got banned for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. oh oh because does this benefit you more? Like what is it? What is it exactly? Also. Milo, which I said this a long time ago, like I said this around the time where where his book came out, Dangerous. <clears throat> I knew from get go that they saw Milo as a threat. Like Milo was very scary to them because yes. Milo was essentially the Eminem of political commentary in the sense that, like, he's young, he's appealing. He catches people's attention. He's funny, but yet what he says makes sense. And he's a break from the tradition. See, and you and I have always made this comparison. Ben Shapiro is more like the Jay-Z. Like, yeah. he's he's a little bit more traditional. So he's a little bit, he's he's a much easier to pill to swallow yeah. versus. He dabbles Ma in the controversy. He doesn't go all in. No, exactly. Versus Milo was the controversy. Yeah. Yep. And and that's the thing that because Ben Shapiro has been very critical of Milo Yiannopoulos in the past, but I I think that's the thing that that Ben Shapiro didn't get is that Milo was the Eminem of political commentary. Like he had to say these things because these are the things that ring bells. You know, these are the things that garner attention. Yeah. And so, yeah, I I don't I don't believe in regulation. It's just such a, a dirty word to me. More of a watchdog type of thing, like, hey, but it's kind of why did I one. why did I get banned? Because yeah. you're not you're not I'm not you're not asking the government, hey, regulate this stuff. You're asking them to watchdog them to make sure that they play fair. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of an oxymoron because the people doing the regulating are the big tech companies. So you're regulating for them to deregulate almost. Yeah, I guess that's a way to look at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so it's like 
if you look at it that way, it's more so. Uh, I I kind of see it more so uh, uh, defending a person's right, and 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 I think a sentence or or part of a quote that they got from the Milo thing kind of sums up why it's important. And I mean, this also comes from people like us who we have a podcast, we do music. The people that listen to us, the people that do enjoy the music, like we, we've worked hard, we've paved our way with the music, with the podcasting. No one gave this to us. Twitter certainly didn't. Facebook certainly didn't. Google certainly didn't. They were tools along the way, yeah, which they're supposed to be, which is why they hold value. Is uh, this, and this is what uh, Milo said. I spent years growing and developing and investing in my fan base, and they just took it away in a flash. And if you look at it that way, yeah, it's like, well, shit, because that's true. while you were the platform for him to build the fan base, it was his thoughts. It was his creativity. It was his intellectual property that brought the fan base. You were you were sort of the middleman. Yeah, it's like it's the equivalent of of. Let's say you buy a, a building, right? And you're, man, like this building, it has the, the potential to make money and like you can do really good for your family, this and that. Yeah. But the government says, the city of Chicago says, hey, uh, we're not going to let you use our roads anymore. So you're going to be like, well, how can I get to my building to get there to get shit done? Yeah, yeah I don't know, but you, you can't use our road anymore. Well, are you... Telling everybody they can't use your road or just I can't use it. Oh, well, you and people that think like you can't use our road. Yeah. What? That's exact. That's essentially what they did. Like you, you took the road away, but, but why, but how, when, and then you look up and you see that there are people that have said and done far worse things on the road, but yet they can still drive. They can still use the road. It doesn't make sense. So that's that's the dilemma. That's the thing. And it's funny because a lot of the people that hate Milo, which many people hate him, are obviously happy about his current situation, obviously happy about that particular article. But it was interesting to me because they had uh, uh, this one chick tweeted this, this uh, picture and on one side, it was Milo with a shirt from obviously when he was more prominent that says, stop being poor. And then juxtaposed is the article of him saying that he's now broke. And then she and then she commented on the picture saying life comes at you fast, like pretty much saying, like, this is what you get. Well, <laughs> no. God. And let's break this down, because because the thing is in her, the chick's defense there are a lot of people that think this way. There are there are a lot of people that think in the way of if you hear somebody say stop being poor or I don't empathize or sympathize with people with poor people or whatever the case, they look at you as like cold-hearted because that's essentially what she's doing like, "Oh, look, you wore this shirt that says stop being poor when things were good for you. Now the article you're saying that you're broke. Ha ha ha, this is what you get." Well, no, because if him not being deep, if he didn't get deplatformed, he would not be broke. See, this is the thing. 
what he's saying is stop being poor yeah. because there should be e- there's equal opportunity. Yes, equal opportunity doesn't mean equal success. Yeah. But there is equal opportunity. But this is a case he's yeah. broke, but there is no equal opportunity. Th- it would be the equivalent in going back to the the whole like real estate or business analogy. If you had a business and then every so often the city sends people, oh, hey, this is a violation. Hey, this, you got to pay this fine. Hey, yeah. you gotta, just like pure and utter harassment where you can't make any money. And then you're like, damn, well, yeah, I'm broke because I can't make any money because you people like are fucking with me versus if you treat me like you treat everybody else. Well, yeah, I'll be in a much better situation. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like his book came up, his book came out. They wanted to ban the book because of the, like, well, the, they, they. Did a very good job of suppressing it. Yeah, they did. They did do a good because I think he he went he was the publishers were Simon and Schuster, and yeah. then he had to end up self publishing. Yeah. So they did do a good very they did do a very good job of suppressing it. I think he got banned on on YouTube. I think he had he had a podcast that got deplatformed. He got deplatformed on Twitter, like uh-huh. just across the board. It be, it essentially became like he doesn't exist. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, there's nothing. Now, what I will say is I do think that there were ways that he could have gone about his situation a little bit better. Like, for instance, I don't think he ever tried the Patreon route, even though they probably would have got rid of him too. But now BitChute is a thing. And it seems like the BitChute thing is making these motherfuckers a little bit scared. Have you heard of BitChute? Yes. I was actually going to ask you a question about that. What's your question? Um... Well, let me, because you're still on the Milo thing, mm-hmm. and I think this question will kind of be a little bit more government versus big tech. So I'll hold off on it okay. just so you could kind of explain the Milo thing. Okay, so like I think he could have taken a route like that. Yeah. Another thing that we said that I don't know why these motherfuckers never did was like why Farrakhan, Alex Jones, Milo, why these motherfuckers never got together Yeah. on fucking Joe Rogan. Because he would have had them all at the same time. Yeah. And like, why wasn't this like a huge thing? Like, it, it almost seemed like they just, oh, yeah, well, they did what they did. I would have been calling these motherfuckers. I'd be like, if I was Alex Jones, I'd be like, I need to talk to Farrakhan's people. I need to talk to Milo's people. Anybody who's been who's been uh, deep platform, we need to talk. Yes, I don't know. We don't agree. We don't see eye to eye. There's a lot of shit that, that you say that I don't fuck with. There's a lot of shit that I say that you don't fuck with. But this is bigger than all of us. This is essentially... We're we're two countries at war, but fucking aliens have just invaded. Yeah, we got to put our differences aside. Let's deal with this, and then we could go back to like the shit talking. Yeah, yeah. And then I would have been like, "Hey, Joe Rogan, we're setting up. We're, we all want to be on on the show at the same time." You think he would have said no to that? Hell <laughs> no. That probably would have been the biggest video on the internet, maybe ever. You know what I'm saying? That would have broke the internet. <laughs> it definitely would have broke the internet. Yeah, that would have. That would have. That's some game-changing shit. And I remember us talking about that the first time uh, in L.A. Yeah. And, like, like we were just stuck, like, in this. Because we, we were we were very we were, thrilled because we thought that would happen. Like, yeah. these are smart guys. Like, why aren't you doing this? That's yeah. what. Cause, and it was funny because that was our first idea. Yeah. Our first idea was get all of these people together because. Sure, we can't contact them, but these motherfuckers have resources. Yeah. Yes, I need I need them on the phone. All right, we're all together. Hey, Joe Rogan, 
We want to be on your episode. Whoever Joe Rogan's guest was, he would have he would have pushed them. He would have oh. been like, yeah. You're on, you, like, like, hey, we'll well, I need to reschedule you because Farrakhan, Alex Jones, and Milo are going to be here, you know? Yeah. Especially during that time, like, where it was a big thing. It's yeah. like, well, because that would have been a major push, a pushback, yeah. you know? And if you look at that for what it is, that's where that's where my question kind of comes in is bit shoot or bit bit shoot, right? Bit shoot, yeah. yeah. That's uh that's a website that's picking up steam and it's like a YouTube, an alternative to YouTube. Exactly. Now this is where and it's it's something that you have to navigate very carefully, I would assume, because it's like uh, even the article that we that we were reading about big government versus that they were like saying they gave a for the sake of an example they gave it like it's not like Google and Facebook sell toothpaste right like it's something physical that you know what it is, what it's not. It's like what is Google? You know what I'm saying? Like searching. Right, you yeah. search, and then all of a sudden, oh, you're on YouTube. What can and can't you let them do? Is uh, do you think that because YouTube, because Google owns so much of the, you know, I mean, YouTube is the biggest video platform there is. Do you think that that they would attempt to to suppress? searches for for bitchu do you think that would even affect it do you think do you oh. think that that's a major they question mark they definitely can obviously yeah. because they did it with like you just said how they did it with the trump hillary stuff yeah you know what i'm saying like you put in hillary things that suggest suggested pops up pop-ups were positive things about her you put in trump it was all like all suggested negative shit that's definitely a possibility, but how mon- there's a lot of caveats to that. One, if YouTube continues to go in the route that it's going, mm-hmm. how mundane does it become? Because the you 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 start to remove the quality. Like for instance, it's it's essentially what happened to the music industry. Music sucks nowadays because, like, you started to remove the quality because it's like everything is so PC culture. You you can say this, you can't say that. And music across the board sucks. Like, fucking, yeah. like, contemporary music, even, like, sp- contemporary Spanish music. Like, if you really, like, hear the shit that it's about, yeah. it's, like, all, like, like English, rap, fucking, all of it is, like, it's all, like, all basic shit. Like, yeah. Nothing is good. Nothing is thought-provoking. Anything like that. That's what music is. To find good music, you have to, like, dig deep. Yeah. (laughs) You have to, like, really dig deep to find. And then, like, you dig a little deeper, you'll find the Hobsons. You'll find NF. Because these motherfuckers ain't spinning on the radio. Oh, hell no. You know what I'm saying? You have to dig deep. There's still a market for it, though, because there's enough people that are musically red-pilled, if you will, that want real shit, like the, the mindless drivel doesn't appeal to them. Yeah, yeah. That's what same thing that's happening with video <coughs> content. Yes, 
Is there a lot of shitload of mindless drivel on YouTube? Yes, a lot. And if you ever like do this one day, like and and, and I and and oh. I implore anybody listening to do this, log out of YouTube, like log out of your profile and oh. just and just scroll YouTube as like as uns, like not signed in. And the shit that gets suggested is the dumbest idiotic shit in the world like it's like all reaction videos and like all like mindless ass shit yeah so my point is that that's the stuff that they're pushing so youtube which became a source of alternative media is now becoming the new mainstream media so what primetime tv is primetime tv is the dumbass shows that are nbc abc all that dumb shit that is like if you watch it you feel like you lost brain cells yeah that's what youtube is becoming where do you go to find like premium shit you actually have to pay you have to pay for hbo go yeah you have to pay for hbo now anything premium you have to pay for because what because it the 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 nbc stuff the abc stuff that stuff is considered free because of the advertisement yeah exactly so I see BitChute becoming a thing where, like right now, from what I gather, how they make their money is through is through donations. Um, yeah. I can imagine once they build up, they could be like a premium service. Like if you want to stream good stuff, like, yeah, you got to pay. But for instance, the shit that I watch on YouTube that eventually might go away if things continue, Ben Shapiro. Louder with Crowder. Well, actually, Louder with Crowder. I I have a subscription to to the Blaze TV. Yeah, I pay ninety ninety nine dollars a year. I still haven't got my fucking it. mug. Oh. I joined the mug club. I'm waiting on my mug. I'm gonna email them. My yeah. be, be Crowder. Have, where the fuck's my mug? Where the fuck's my mug? But stuff like that. Yeah, because he gets demonetized. Eventually, it won't make sense. Like the only reason why the only reason why he's still on YouTube is because even though he's not making money off YouTube. Yeah. It's still a good way to get the the word out about there out about the mug club, and he's always doing those little sketches where how the mug club has become so powerful that he doesn't need YouTube anymore. Yeah, yeah. like he did one about Bane, like he's saying <laughs> saying like it was like he was Bane, and he was like the mug club is now so powerful, YouTube is no longer needed. Like so, yeah. he does like little stuff like that. That's like one avenue. Yeah. Uh, uh, Shapiro has something similar with the Daily Wire. Like you could subscribe for like ninety nine dollars a year, and like you get like all this shit. Yeah. But see, those are like individual like uh, companies. You know, the Daily Wire is Ben Shapiro's. The Blaze Crowder works for the Blaze. I'm talking about a streaming service, like like what YouTube is that you pay for. So now imagine, because and then th- this was going back to my original point, Crowder. Shapiro, Sandman, like he has like a lot of Red Pill slash MGTOW videos, Coach Red Pill, like imagine all the good quality shit that you watch on YouTube, imagine it like getting, uh, not deplatformed, but demonetized to the point where these guys don't want to like put shit out on YouTube, you're going to want to know where their videos are at, Yeah, and you're going to want to watch. See, all of this is very, very slow moving. All of it is very unfamiliar right now because yeah. it's not happening at a pace rapid enough where people it's making a big deal. But eventually it will because it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. So I feel like that would be the alternative eventually.
Yeah, yeah. And, and this is, I guess, a case where you start realizing, like, well, we've seen, uh, what's that show, Silicon Valley? Where sometimes what these companies do is if they can't beat you or if they see you picking up steam, they try and buy you. Yeah. If they can't buy you, then they try and make it hard for you every which way. The thing the thing about the, the buying, because I've thought about that. Well, you took my question, <laughs> so that's good. Everybody has their price, they say. Yeah. Not Joker, though. Joker doesn't have a price. Yeah. He, burns, he burns a pile of money. Yeah. Reason I say that is because I'm referencing the Joker from, from, from the Dark Knight, and people are like, oh, why are you using a Batman reference? It's going to make sense in a second. In that movie, the Joker is an anarchist. Like, he, he wants chaos. He wants disorder. Yeah. Bit shoot signifies to me bit, like Bitcoin, like those people in that realm, yeah. they are totally against big government. They're totally against like these big corporations. They're anarchists. I know yeah. because I've spoken with one for like four hours. Yeah. yeah. Like I had like an in-depth conversation with somebody that was like, he loved, he lived in the world of, of Bitcoin and he was yeah. an anarchist. Like he doesn't like government. He doesn't like the idea of like police. He doesn't like any of that shit. Yeah. Very interesting conversation. These people. They're, he's more of power for the people. Yeah. And he didn't strike me as somebody that could be bought. Yeah. Which he, is good. Which is good. That's my point. That's good. Like in that. Now, granted, were his, a lot of his ideas very off the wall and unrealistic? Yes. And with what he was saying, do I think it'll necessarily work? No. But in doses, that mentality could be good. Yeah. In doses, that mentality could be, yes, let's say I'm the person that runs BitChute. I'm the founder of BitChute. And Google comes to me with a fucking offer out of this world. Yeah. Fuck you. Who I am, would the people that believe in what I do with all that money, would they even let me live comfortably? Like, I may be, like, the biggest, like, villain ever. They might end up hating me more than they ever hated Google because I was... Out. I, w I sold out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it was never for... The, like, the whole thing with BitChute, from what I gather, is this to is... To be against that exactly. shit. Exactly. That's the whole purpose of it. Exactly. So that's my point, is not everybody can be bought. Yeah. Which is important, which is important to, to note as well that, like... I don't necessarily, if, if you see competition, right, you're YouTube, you have the billions, you're going to go for that. You're going to go for the, I'm going to try and buy you out. Here's the price. This is life changing. Do it. And I think that that's where your sense of morality and being Comes should be in. stronger than that. And I had a huge debate about the Me Too movement with, with uh, family members. That, that kind of coincides with this, what you're talking about, is we need to stop blaming, right? Because it's like, oh, well, well what do you want? Uh, he gave me billions. 
and then and then people are okay with with like I, I I do feel that he should be chastised like the owner of Bitshoot. Uh, people should be critical of that because you said you were something that you weren't, and we bought into it. Yeah. So now you have to be okay with the repercussions of of. I mean, I'm not saying kill the guy, but I'm saying with with people not liking you, and because we, we needed people. You. Yeah, exactly. And and that's it's, that's very important because it's not it's not that I'm not I'm saying I'm not saying that 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 Google's not in a way being predatory but what i am saying is that in business that doesn't matter that's the world yeah humanity really like it's it's the thing this is this is the thing of for instance the other day uh well not the other day, recently i was watching uh you ever seen the movie thank you for smoking with aaron no. eckhart no. it's a good movie it's it's actually right now it's on hbo if you have hbo Ooh, check you, it out. very good worthy Huh? Worthy then? Oh yeah, I've seen it before, but I recently we rewatched it, and in the in in the movie, there's a part where the Marble Man, because he's pretty much a lobbyist for the big tobacco in the movie, yeah. and he goes and offers the Marble Man, who's who's essentially dying of cancer, a big ass suitcase full of money, to like for him to stop being a voice against big tobacco. Yeah. And so any the the Marble Man ends up taking the money and like so essentially he sold out like his cause or whatever. Yeah. And you know, there's a little like a uh, thing in a moment right after that where where the main character and his son they're talking about that and you know they're talking about whether or not they would have taken the money this and that and they pretty much agree upon the fact that like they they would have they both would have. Yeah. And I guess in that sense, it's a very like it's a more micro micro thing because smoking is at the end of the day like about an individual choice. Like for instance, yeah. I don't care how many ads you throw my way, yeah, I'm not gonna smoke. Like there's nothing you can do to make me smoke yeah. short of tying me up and putting a cigarette in my mouth. Yeah. Like you could throw million dollar ads, oh, and and subliminal messages. I don't want to smoke. I don't yeah. like. So that's kind of what I I believe in. That's just me. That's one thing. But this big tech shit is more about the suppression of ideas. But before you you go on, because I like the point that you're making, I do have a problem with the Marlboro Man complaining, bitching and moaning about the way he's viewed. How he feels, how how shameful it is that he, oh my God, now I got all this money because he bought me out, but I just a shame. And it's like, no, you made the choice. Stop bitching. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. That and that's where the the argument to me w with the situation with the Me Too was: you get a movie part, you become famous, you 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 you're a renowned artist now, but then you feel you go back to to oh well the. Uh, I suck dick for this shit. Yeah, yeah. In the moment, you were all for that shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you get to look back and feel bad about it, and no, no. Yeah, I don't. I I agree with you. Like, I don't. I don't rock with that shit either. And that's why every so often, the Joker is needed because the Joker is the one that says, "Well, this town deserves a better class of criminal." This town deserves a better class of 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 uh, 
video sharing platform. This town deserves somebody that is going to is going to fight for not the right now, but like the down the road. And that's the thing. See, imagine a movie. Let's set up a movie scene real quick. Let's have some fun. And let's see who would be a good a good guy, a good pick somebody that a care uh, an actor that Google sends to the founder of BitChute. Pick an actor like somebody very charismatic, good looking, suit like just but experienced like a Brad Pitt, no homo. Like right. you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So they send Brad Pitt. He has his briefcase or like a you know a checkbook. He goes. Meanwhile, the nice actor suit. in a suit, like nice yeah. car, all that shit. Meanwhile, who's a good, like a, a, a scruffy, maybe a little bit chubby, kind of overweight, like a guy that looks like he doesn't have it all together uh, to play the the, sh- the founder of Bitch Shoot. Jonah Hill. That, that That's good. I think we could come up with somebody better. Somebody better? Oh, uh, shit. Someone real scruffy. <laughs> I would say uh, a Joaquin Phoenix, even though he's not he's not overweight, but he. I'm thinking like a Seth Rogen. Yeah, he but can. See, pl- Seth Rogen is charismatic as fuck, though, but goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we got we'll Seth, go Seth Rogen. Rogen. He's like yeah. the fat version of Seth Rogen, scruffy beard, all that. He's fucking. He's 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 in his house, rundown house. He can't make the he he's he's struggling making the payments for the server, trying to keep this website alive. The website, the 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 interface doesn't even look that good. Everything Brad Pitt knocks on his door, comes and you know says that he's from Google and like you know we are here to make you an offer for your company, this and that. And in that moment, <laughs> Seth Rogen gives a a a a a, a scene of dialogue. A monologue that pretty much talks about why the here and now is not important. It's about destroying everything that Brad Pitt and what he represents is 20, 25 years from now. When Seth Rogen's kids are grown and adults and this stuff is not happening. The suppression of ideas. Because that's what this really is about. And the guy that, that made it very interesting and pointed it out. In one of his videos is Sandman in like some of his MGTOW Red Pill videos. Yeah. He was talking about how, and I don't know, maybe he's onto something. He says that he feels that if things continue going the way they're going, he can see it, the government making it very hard on like single, successful, independent men going forward because they are the thought leaders. They're the ones that realize, they're the ones that look at everything. They're the ones that look at the circus and be like, damn, you're a slave. You're caught up. Nah, hey, I got to put out a podcast. I got to put out a YouTube channel. I got to put out something to tell people, wake the fuck up. And if you notice, all the channels that are telling people to wake the fuck up are the ones either getting deplatformed, demonetized, or banned. Or suppressed, highly suppressed. Or highly suppressed. It's All of it is based off of stuff that is, is telling people, hey, look at this. Pay attention to this. Pay attention to failing marriages. Pay attention to the fact that your taxes are going up. Pay attention yeah. to all of this because it all means something. Yep. A person that would fight for that in this movie we just created, the Seth Rogen character that would fight for that, 
He's not fighting for the here and now. No. He's fighting for what will be 15, 20, 25 years because yeah. this is you and I talking now. Does it ever get to a point where just based off of some of our titles for our podcast, they don't even put them out? Yeah. Well, should it's philosophical warfare. You know what, what I'm saying? It is. Exactly. Does it ever get to that point? Oh, well, you know what? You're talking positively about Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones. None of our people like Sticks and Stones. We can't put we can't let you put that podcast out. Yeah. We can't let you put that episode out. Like, when does it become that? Yeah. At that, that at, at what point is is that is that you know authoritarian? Like, what what is that world? And and at that point, it's like Seth Rogen's character has a choice. You fought for this. Are you going to lose every fiber of who the fuck you were at that moment? Because like. If that's the case, then the next scene should be you hanging yourself because, like, that's how bad this is. Yeah. The choice you're making. Like, no. Nah. That's like, that's like Thanos fucking getting the Infinity Gauntlet and being like, you know what? Fuck it. He, he does this and it's fucking just like cocaine and strippers or some, some dumb shit that you did all this for, for that? What? Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? And 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 that's to me like that's that's pretty low, rock bottom. Like you'd lose all my respect yeah. because it, it it should be something more. You know, like like it has to be something more, more than you. Like this is bigger than you now. The whole reason you started this was because it was bigger than you, and the. As soon as it could, as soon as you had the opportunity to to run off and and, and live super comfortably and and be like, oh fuck it, it's someone else's problem. You did it. Yeah. And well, that's not cool, and you should not live that down, and 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 that's a good thing, and that's where where going back to the if a big company like Apple, a big company like Google comes and buys you out you can't blame them for being them no and you can't regulate something like that it's how you respond exactly it, it, it it's shit it's it's about something more than that something that money can't buy 100 percent. yeah which is pretty fucking sad moving on to the next segment family Versus business, being in the middle of it. This is based off of some conversations we've had recently with some other people that are in business and them expressing some of their family woes, the the conflict between them wanting to grow and maybe not being able to do as much with the family or for the family because they're in a space of sacrifice wanting to grow and move forward and and having foresight looking down the road where do you stand on the subject of family versus business i think business comes first and it comes first because that's what takes care of family so i mean you can't the hierarchy has to be like that for, for something like that, for, for a situation like that, because um, what's important 
is what gets the the bills paid and the family fed. So if you if if you so call or or or, or if you call it like like oh well family is more important. Well, is it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if if you turned it the other way around, I don't think that it would be it would be feasible, right? In a good in a good way, you know. But I think that a lot of people cloud their judgment based off of what you were saying is the right now, you know. And and I mean, reasonably. What, what does that say about family, though? If what keeps the family together intact and good standing is the money, the financial situation. What does that say about family? Well, family, put yourself in, in, in the picture kind of like, right? You're, you're a family man. You have a family. That's probably the most emotional aspect of your life. I would imagine. Yeah. And, it 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 could be a, a weak point if you go off of emotion, right? One hundred percent, I agree. So, so what happens is uh, people look at it through the emotional filter, which only only which yeah. makes things a lot dire than what they are. Whereas um, a guy like Tywin Lannister. Is all about family, but looks at it through the business filter and makes his choices according to what's best for the family. So, your ass might want fucking, you know, chocolate chip cookies and fucking Cheetos, but no, you're going to fucking gobble down this fucking veggie shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you're going to have to take it because it's better for you. Whether you like it, whether you don't, I don't care. And, I mean, that's it, it seems kind of cold-hearted, but really is it? No, I think, if anything, it's the most loving thing you can do. Yeah. I think sometimes there's nothing more loving than being able to explain. And actually, even maybe in that moment, appreciate that you have the opportunity to have a moment where you get to explain and say no or say, hey, this is like this because of this. Yeah. Like this idea that God, the creator, whatever it is you believe in, is giving you to explain, yeah, I need to sacrifice now yeah. because this and this will be better later yes. for you. And the one that's going to reap the most benefit from it is you. But you can look like the bad guy, you know? I mean, I remember when I was a little kid, uh, my mom pushed for it a little bit more, was the whole fucking, the Disney on Ice thing. They were coming, it was like some fucking, I don't know if it was like the Lion King or, or, or Aladdin. You know, we're kids, we're little kids, so we're like, damn, that looks badass. Fuck it. And my dad shot that down, and I remember my mom kind of, at times, not not, not in a bad way, but kind of saying like, well, you shouldn't have done that. They should have been able to. My dad was more so thinking, well, that's not something that we can afford right now. That's not something that I'm going to spend money on when we have this. And that, that was the time when he actually sat down and explained. Like, listen, 
You could have went there for a night, but last summer when we went to fucking Wisconsin Dells for three days, went outside of the city, it paid the same exact price. I wanted you guys to experience something that I didn't experience when I was a little kid, going outside of the box that I'm in. And it's something that that provide it provided way more value, you know, as a human. Way more. I mean, you. I mean, think about that. That 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 sparked something. In, in a child like damn i'm in wisconsin what i didn't even know that existed as a little kid you don't right. know it's the concept of traveling it's the concept of seeing new places new people yeah. experiencing even though it's only wisconsin but still different food just a different environment that's way more enriching than disney on ice yeah your dad had the foresight to see that exactly and 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 he explained it because the thing is this like wh- what you were saying Everything can seem bad, but but if you take the time to explain why, you know, I remember uh, one of the buildings. You had I think something with was it on Christmas Eve or, or New Year's Eve or something? Um, yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah, and obviously I was in a sewer. Yeah, you <laughs> in a sewer, literally, in the middle of the fucking winter. Yeah, and it was cold as fuck. I'll never forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to let you know I was eating good during that time. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> no, but like I'm sure everybody was. Right, yeah. <laughs> but see, imagine if you had a kid. See, at, at that moment it was like shit. You you were grown, so you understood like, well, I probably would prefer being inside the house first of all. Even if if we did nothing, it just being in the middle of the winter in warm yeah in like, <laughs> yeah instead you're dealing with shit water shit water yeah literally my socks are f- like soaked with shit water my boots are soaked with shit water yeah i'm in a sewer no help my dad's out of town like i'm by myself because no plumber is gonna come on christmas on eve. christmas eve and a lady's apartment is getting like backed up with water and like i gotta figure this shit out yeah what would you have said to your kid while the whole family is there and he's seeing his dad walk off and like fucking probably like Levi's jeans and and fucking those high boots for for fucking like what do you say? What do you how do you handle that? I mean, how would you think that you could handle that? Wow, that's a loaded question. That's a pretty great <laughs> question. Okay. So I have a kid and I, that same circumstance. Yeah. Hmm. I would hope. This is this is what I would hope. One. I would say because I have a kid, I'd imagine like the the hustler ambition and the hustler spirit in me would even be more fierce. So it, I really like. Where me by myself, single, no kids in that store, I'm like, oh, I want to go home. That was my mentality at that point. I probably wouldn't even think that way. I'd be like, nah, like, I got to do this. Like, this is, this, to me, that's the the Jay-Z somewhere in America moment. Like, I got to do this because I have that kid. Like, that, like, I, so this is not even a choice anymore. This is any, this is, this is no more, I want to go home. No, I want to be in this sewer right now. Yeah. That's my mindset. So that's me as far as my mindset. Yeah, I want to be in this sewer right now because I have a kid t- for not just the financial aspect or the experience aspect, the philosophical aspect, but the aspect of this is this is the example I set. This is the example I set. 
that if that kid becomes a brain surgeon, he knows, hey, baby, I got to perform brain surgery on the Pope. You got to wait. I got to perform spinal surgery. Like whatever it is you do, you know that there's something bigger than you and your circumstance. So there's that. There's that. But secondly, yes, while I would tell the kid, you know, enjoy your dinner with your family and everything, I hope that the mother of the kid will be like, no, you're going with your father. (laughs) Honestly, I hope I hope that like she would be like, no, well, you're going with dad. You know what I'm saying? And if it's yeah. like a, a whole family thing, maybe a motherfucker could bring us some food while we're out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, because <laughs> yeah. y'all like enjoying Christmas, like bring us a plate. We're yeah. working. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But yeah, like, I would expect at least like, let's say it was like a boy and a girl, at least the boy, like the mama be like, yeah, you're going with your dad. Like, you're not, you know, learn some shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that would be my ideal scenario. Does that exist in America today? Barely. Yeah, like, like yeah. where does that exist anymore? And then what What do you do if you're knee-deep in shit in the sewer with your son? And he's like, <laughs> Santa, Santa's going to be there for me over there. And you got me in shit. <laughs> I'm be like, I'm teaching you right now how to be Santa for yourself and everybody else. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's, no, and if he, and honestly, like if I had a son and like he was a trooper about yeah. that shit. Oh. I would buy him the greatest Christmas gift ever. Like aside from every, like, I'd buy him better, buy him something better than anything I got the rest of the family. Yeah, oh hell yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, this is what I got you for Christmas. But since today you're on Christmas Eve with me, when the stores open, because they're all fucking closed on Christmas. Yeah. Like, what do you want? The new system? What do you want? Because you, you earned, earned it. it. Yeah. That's a that's a great life lesson, like dude. Yeah. What do you want? You earned it. Especially if he's a trooper about it. Like, yeah, I'm going with my dad. It's cool. Yeah. And like, no no backlash or nothing. Yeah. Hell yeah. You deserve more than all these motherfuckers. Yeah. And like, and as a father, you'll always remember that moment. Yeah. yeah. You'll always remember the moment where my son was a fucking beast. Yeah. Like, there's plumbers. There's men that didn't want to do what you're doing right now. Come yeah. on. Nah. Yeah. yeah nah. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. But, but but see and that that's 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 an important thing and I think it goes back to the and I think we touched on this last episode I'm not quite sure but the Tim Pool tweet where he was talking about the wealth crisis I feel like we 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 lost it as a society a long time ago because kids have iPhones. You know what I'm saying you like I remember I used to look at encyclopedias and I was like damn that's crazy <laughs> all this information yeah. and like now you have that in the palm of your hand and you really don't appreciate that and what do they use it for yeah so so you look at that and it's like there is a lack of appreciation oh, huge. in general and I think we all suffer from it I think we all do to an extent like anytime that you do something stupid on your phone that requires well, your time, but literally doesn't require any brain cells. I think I think we could, if we if you do that enough, you, you kind of lose some appreciation for it. One hundred percent, and you create a legacy of people that want the world to give them without the, any idea of okay but what do you give the world like what do you give society what do you give your community like there's this song um a ti song it's on paper trail 
and it's about like when he got in trouble like with the guns and stuff and he's talking about how he's pretty much explaining what happened like saying i know i wasn't on no tough guy shit i wasn't trying to be cool like i felt my life was in danger like i i you know he's like uh he's like yeah i'm wrong and i know it i just uh, want you to know that i didn't think i had a choice and he goes in to explain my friend was just killed the guys that killed him they're still out there yeah yeah i felt like i needed to drive around with a rifle i that's the the place i was in but in there he's saying because like that was the time where he was going to go to jail and it was like up in the air and everything i felt like it was one of his best songs ever i really liked that song He's saying that, like, everything I've done, like, I'm an asset to my community. Like, pretty much he's pleading his case. Like, look at what I've given back. Yeah, Yeah. am I rich? Do I live in a nice big house? All of that. And, yeah, do a lot of people want to see me lose that? But look at what I've given. Yeah. All this music, like, the things that I've done for people, everything like that. That's a person that worked for what they have. That's a person that, yeah, they appreciate their situation. It wasn't given to him. Yeah. So that's the same thing with anything else. Like you, you provide more, and you're worthy of more based off of that. But like you said, if there's a wealth crisis, if there's this concept of, well, uh, I I have I have this business, and it makes money, and I want to dedicate myself to my business. So anything my kids ask me for, I'm just gonna give them. I just want to give it just to get him off my back. Like the guy that we were talking to, he was expressing that, like pretty much saying, I just want to give them everything. So they're off my back about it. Yeah. Or, or give them, sometimes it becomes give them everything because I didn't have it. Right. But, but then it's like, what do you, what, what is that creating in the, in, in, in the meantime? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the question. So when you talk about business, versus family there's also that aspect you yeah. know what I'm saying it's not just necessarily the time away from the family or the sacrifice it's also the the business philosophy versus family philosophy it can also be yes i have all of this yes i can afford to buy my child because there's some people that they can't afford to buy their kid every single pair of shoes that they they want yeah but now at this point it's not about being able to afford it now it's about well is this a good thing to do? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm just gonna. If I if I'm ever rich and I have kids, I'm gonna pretend I'm poor. I really am, or broke, not poor. Uh, I, I got it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I we're struggling. Is this? I I think it'll be worth them understanding, and then later on, it, it'll be my Santa Claus story. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> but but it's 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 tough, and I think any relationship should be rooted in that anyway. I mean, you, your girlfriend. I mean, if 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 it's a serious relationship, should be rooted in knowing these things. What do you expect of me? What do you expect us to live like? I think you dodge a lot of problems by making sure that you guys are on the same page. Because then, when you're there, and you buy yourself. Uh, 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 a nice house and then she's like well I want a, uh, I want a nicer house well it's like well hold on this is where we're at let's make this situation better before we move on you know mm-hmm. if 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 like you said 
the kid that 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 uh, your child that that went into the sewer with you, he got a PS4. He knew the cost of that. He knew what he did. That's a valuable lesson. Just like it's a valuable, it's a valuable road to take. The one where where you're actively communicating what's at stake here. What are we doing here? Why are we doing it? What type of life do we want to live? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that's all that's needed, and that's that's where the heartache and the emotions kind of get put at bay. And I think that's so great that you said that because I think that makes the business versus family thing less of a conflict. Exactly. Because you're looking at it logically. Yes. What does life look like? Me having this business and us being a family. What is life? How do we deal with these things? Yeah. It's important shit. Yeah. And I think that's a good place to end the episode. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep listening. If we talk about anything that you like or you know somebody would like, share it with them. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google, and Apple. And remember, if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, type in Audio Apes on any major music streaming platform and follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. We're out. Peace. Peace.